Hello and welcome to another edition to the Potters Podcast. I'm Ian from Scholar Green and as usual I'm joined by... Mark from Stuttgart. Sick of saying that now, it's every Aye. week. We need we need new members, honestly. Need new names. Need new names here. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we'll, we'll go into it now. We'll talk about uh, the match on Saturday. Well, another defeat, mate. It's it's not looking not looking good, is it? It's not looking good for him at all. I mean... <sighs> To be fair, we we pass the ball round, but this system isn't going to work without wing backs. We we haven't got the quality in the squad. I mean, no. I'm, I'm looking at that team, and I, I can't see where the quality is going to come from. I can't see. I'll put it to you: who's going to score the goals to get us out of this league? There's nobody, is it? There's nobody there. I mean, he's playing this system with a cam. Who's going to play in that role? The, the, the problem is as well. I mean, I've 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 said it this week that you look at you look at Leeds midweek. And there was one or two players on that side for us who had a good game. Straight away, come Saturday, they dropped. And there's got to be a lot of bit of disillusion in the dressing room. You have a good game, doesn't matter, you get dropped. To me, that affects work ethic a little bit. If you work hard, but then you don't get in the next week, I bet they come in the following week and go, well, should I even bother making any effort? What's the point? I mean, because even if I do play well, I won't get play Saturday anyway. I think the biggest problem is, is that we've, we've brought in 11 players this window. And to be honest, looking at them, there's only Lee, really Lee Gregory that's impressed me of all of them. Yeah. I'm not impressed by a single other signing we've made this summer. Well, Tony's Campbell played well against Leeds. Yeah. And he's been dropped. Campbell needs to be starting. Yeah. He's young enough to play two games a week. Yeah. Well, three games in a week, if we're going to be precise. The fact is, we, we can't play with this system. We haven't got the wing-backs to support the midfield and the forward line with wing-backs. We haven't got them. Yeah. <coughs> it's like... If we look at the both goals that Birmingham scored, well, it's not so much the second one, but the first one came because James McLean was out of position. Yeah. Not Steve McLean, sorry, Ward wanted. Ward played Saturday. Yeah. So it was Stephen Ward. He was not fit. He's done. Yeah. Was, I'll, I'll tell you now, he's done. It, the thing is, though, if you lost, say you lost four games and you look at the team and you'd only made, say, three to four changes over them four games, he could have gone, well, he's trying, that's his 11, that's what he wants work <coughs> And that's what he's going for. He's changed that team week in, week out, and not just a few. It's it's different lineups week in, week out, and it can't be good for for the lads to me. Yeah, it's obvious there's no consistency there. And uh, to be honest, he came out. He came out after the game. Nathan Jones did and said that the worst thing we did was score, or in those words. Yeah, I know it hasn't, but I agree with him. I agree with him. I thought we controlled the game till we scored the goal, and then we just panicked. Yeah, and these aren't players that have been around for a, you know a short amount of time. These are players that are in the mid twenties. They aren't young lads. How are they panicking and falling apart like yeah. this? Yeah, I mean, <coughs> it falls back to Shawcross again, doesn't it? At the back, just for somebody who who knows Stoke to to sort of look after these lads. But it's it's not just one player, is it? It's all the way across. It's. Uh, I mean, pro- Alan missed the sitter again, aren't he? I mean, that's twice now he's done it. I mean, the goal was pathetic as well. Yeah. I mean, the, the first one that Djokovic was managed to get his head to it for a kickoff. Who's Djokovic? No one's ever heard of him, but he's out limp, limping our defenders. He's bloody hopeless. I mean, to be fair, I mean, I didn't realise he'd signed Jefferson Montero, Birmingham. Yeah, he's gone there, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. I thought he was a good player at Swansea. Well, everyone forgot that he was at West Brom, wasn't he, last season on loan? Was he? Yeah, everyone forgot about that, yeah. 
Wow. I mean, they, they signed that Sunjic as well, didn't they? He was supposed to be that Croatia's best midfielder. Apparently. Yeah, I mean, if he's their best midfielder, he's, he's got a long way to go. Because look, <laughs> Modric is there still, isn't he, really? So. Yeah, I mean, looking at the lineup from yesterday, I mean, they've got it down as a, as a 4 5 1. I mean, Gregory up top. If you, to me, if you're playing one up top, that one needs to be quite mobile. <laughs> Not leaving. Well, it reminds me of. Uh, like Walters though he moves well he's always he's always going he's always moving yeah. he's better than some we've had before but for me we aren't utilising Sam Vokes I think he's a real finisher I do put it on a plate for Vokes you'll, you'll bury it he looked well last season I thought what we saw on I know I, I, to be honest I don't get what's going on to be honest I mean you only got a look at the bench yesterday the starting bench was Vokes Martin Zendi Davies Hogan Cousins Campbell Duffy now Martin Zendi didn't play too bad midweek either. Yeah, he played well against Leeds, um, Martin Zendi did, yeah. Even though I, I thought he would have gone by now, I thought he would have gone. I mean, to be honest, if he picked out that bench, I'd have gone Vokes, Endy, Davies and Campbell all to be in the starting line at the start of the season. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, pretty yeah, much, yeah. if Butland had gone, I bought, that's how I'd have gone for why, it. Why have we bought Duffy in if we aren't going to play him? Well, he just looks like a bench player because he come on yesterday. He come on yesterday, so. But we're playing Tom Ince out of position. I'd rather see Duffy there. Yeah. I mean, he's ch- already he's changed his formation. He's going against his own traditions, empty to play. I mean, if we look, if we look at the stats, I mean, what was the possessions we had? What was? And we had more possession than Birmingham to sixty forty. Yeah. So I, I thought we did. We we controlled the game. I mean, we had more passes. I mean, they only had. 331 we had 485 well, that's what we, we, the ball. we were controlling the game but again if you I mean look at the finishing the finishing three on target three on target they only had shots. Four. yeah but how many shots did we have seven so we had seven and three of them were on target so that's the problem we're having at the moment I mean yeah. it's in front of goal we're, we've got no lethal touch there at all see if you look at these stats now right they had they committed 24 fouls in the game. We committed 12. Right. Now, yeah. to me, obviously, that's double from what we've got. Now, obviously, Stoke were frustrating Birmingham at times. Yeah, they Stoke should have played on that a little bit more at times. To me, when, when they keep fouling, you draw them in. You draw them in, get kicked, get booted. Kick that ball in front of you when they're just about tackling you, stuff like that. Yeah. I, I know some people will sit here and go, yeah, but is that fair in the game? Well, yeah, it is, because everyone else does it. There's little bits here and there. If you can just give you that little bit of an advantage here and there, especially when you're not winning games. Well, I mean... It's, it's, worth, it's worth it. It's frustration, isn't it? I mean, they, they were getting frustrated because we were passing them off the park because they just didn't have any quality there. They, they got booted twice. That's always been the problem. We've always noticed with Stoke that they're, they're very scared of getting the cards out when, when it's other teams against Stoke. I mean, on paper, the, I mean, four corners in the entire match between both teams. I mean, it's not Basically, we were both rubbish sides. No, yeah. no creativity up front from both sides, really. Um, that Jukovic, who's, like I say, I mean, he, he's one of the most average players I think I've ever seen. Like I say, when you look at our forward line, it's just, it's probably worse. I think it's, they know they're not great and they've just gone 4 4 2. That's the way I look at it sometimes. If you know you're struggling, 4 4 2, it's simple, it's easy enough to switch people in and out in the game. Do you know what I mean? It is. 4 4 2 is so simple for a squad. Yeah. 
If you're a right back, you play, you can come on as a right back. If you're a left winger, you come on as a left winger, and and that's that. The old ones to me are still gold. I know. I mean, if, I mean, if you look at the the strike rates and everything that we're doing, we're, we're just not lethal enough in any shape yeah. or form. There's not a striker there that's going to bury him. But the problem is we're having. We've got nobody. There's nobody there creative is that's making any chances. No. I mean, he's swapping his team around every five minutes, and I, know, we, I understand and I will back him that. He hasn't been backed by the board. He hasn't got the players he wanted in. He hasn't got the players that he needed, i.e. wing-backs. Do you know what I think the biggest kick in the teeth is? is Jack Butland. Jack Butland's had a torrid time start of the season. He's made mistake after mistake. He goes leads. Fair enough, he had a little bit of a mistake. He scores the winning penalty. And uh, and to me, probably the biggest confidence boost he could have had. Sadly, he's not even on the bench. Yeah, apparently he was injured, that's why. Was he? Yeah, Did he have a knock? Apparently he was knocked, he yeah. was injured, yeah. He said that maybe. I was going to say, because if, if that wasn't the case, then that really would have been a kick in the yeah. proverbials, wasn't it? So, I mean, after looking at the match, right, so we'll go now to the returning superstar, as somebody put up on Facebook the other day. Joe Allen, what did you reckon of Joe Allen's performance, sadly? I missed another setter, didn't he? And I don't know. The problem is, I've seen him in a few games where you think, actually, he's done all right, he's worked hard. But he's still, we pointed on it before, haven't we? There's he's no got no position all at all. He's all over the place. There's no structure to his game no. at all. He's, he's, he's a liability, yeah. to be honest. But I mean, if you look at the stats, like our stats we were completely dominating everything until Lindsay put the ball in the back of the net, which was, you couldn't have missed really, let's be honest. It no. was the easiest chance of the lot. But at least it was a good created chance, good ball into the box straight onto Lindsay's head poor defending from Birmingham but we'll take it good lead and then Nathan Jones like I said it was a very good cross to be fair good Good ball in but straight straight away again as soon as that goal went in we got absolutely battered from that from that kick off after we scored it was all Birmingham and this is what's worrying me now it's obviously a mentality thing these players are panicking when we go a goal down they've got no faith in themselves to keep to keep the goals out. I think the panic when we go goal up as well. Well, that's what I mean. Because yeah. as soon as we take the leads, because it happened again yeah. midweek, didn't it? Against Leeds, we were two 0 up and yeah. bottled it and bottled it and threw yeah. threw it away because it's defensive errors. And it's like if you look at the first goal, the first goal, the Jukovic, the nobody forward. That I bet you wish his name was Dave. Don't I, you? I know Dave, Dave <laughs> Johnson or something like that. Just said a Jukovic or whatever his name is. But like I said, the ball the ball came in. And that their right winger had all the space in the world. He could he could have ran up and down that wing twice, then put the cross in. Yeah. And the ball came in, and I'm not sure if I'm not sure if it was Lindsay or I'm not sure who it was. To be fair, who was marking him, but whoever did didn't didn't hold on. And Djokovic had probably the easiest chance he'll take this season. Yeah. He just had to get his head on it and knock, knock it nod it in. I think so. You look at our side. I mean, I'm not saying it's it's a necessity, but I mean, our everyone who started that game. There's only two people who aren't British. Yeah. Everybody in that t- side is British. You look at Birmingham's side. One, two, three, four, five, six. There's six foreign players in there. I'm not saying like you can't you can't have all British sides. I'm not saying that. But you sound like Boris Johnson there, don't you? Brilliant. But I don't know. Sometimes it's like Jefferson Montero. He is a he is a live way. He didn't know what he's going to do. We do need them sort of players. And I look at ours, and I think we're so predictable. 
Yeah, but Birmingham are. I mean, to me, but like I said at the start of the season, that Birmingham are going to be a side that's going to be facing relegation, and they will yeah. be because they're poor. They're a very poor team. There's no no creative spark in that side. The chances they took one was the like I say the first goal from Jukovic was a simple cross unmarked, and he just picked his man out. He had all the time in the world to pick his man out. Yeah, because McLean was out of position. The second goal, he ran past two midfielders before having a shot and fair enough he was a lot of luck big deflection which gave him the lead yeah but then Stoke switched back in then and start playing good passing games couldn't get the, the goal passing the ball around while they're controlling the game well why can't they do that when it's one we're still 1-0 down why can't we st- why do we just panic and let Birmingham have all the ball yeah but the thing is you've only got the the substitutions I mean they're predictable we go 2-1 down, they take Stephen Ward off and brings Hogan off. It's like, it's just too predictable, isn't it? You know what's going to happen. He was poor, sadly, again, Stephen Ward. Yeah. He's, he's, for me, looking at him, he's done. I, I don't think there's, I don't think you're going to get 19 games out of him. I, I think he's finished. I think that injury's done him. I think he's come stone for the last paycheck. I mean, he's, that's, that's, that says a lot. For your strikers, this is something I'd be picking up a little bit. Liam Lindsay's goal, right? Who do you think the assist was? Tommy, Tommy Smith. Smith. Yeah, Tommy Smith. So your yeah. right back is whipping balls into your centre half and scoring yeah. the goal he scored. Yeah. What, what's happening with your forward line? Is he ain't doing anything? Because there's no creativity up there. Yeah. We've brought nothing into it that's improved us from last season. Simple as that. So, like I say, we'll, we've we've discussed that now. We've not got a good record against Birmingham. We've got, we've, got, we've got no good record against anyone at the moment. So I think we'd lose to Vale, the way we're playing at Birmingham the moment. Birmingham City lost one of the last 12 matches in all competitions against Stoke. <laughs> no, wonder, no wonder I've got an instant dislike for Birmingham. Yeah. Stoke haven't scored a league goal away at Birmingham in any of the last five visits there. One non, drawn one, lost four. So it's a good place for us then, yeah, isn't we it? Love it yeah, we love Birmingham. It's like nearly as bad as Palace, <laughs> where we never win <laughs> or draw. We lose every time at Salo's Park. Yeah. We've beaten once in his history at Salo's Park. Well, up to now, we've conceded the most goals in open play this season. With a few shots. Yeah, and 11. 11 goals from open play we've conceded. Yeah, it's not That's good. relegation form. We are, well, we are in relegation form. Yeah. We, we've, we've got one point out of how many? Is it 18? Yeah, you can't you can't play like this. No, that's what I mean. I don't like saying it, but at the moment it looks like we're going. Yeah, yeah, things don't improve fast. Yeah. That we are because we we're garbage. Yeah, like I say, we we're controlling the game till we either go a goal down, we fall apart, or if we even. But the problem is now, even when we take the lead and start winning, we're falling apart as well. Yeah. So it's, it's one of them, really. I mean, like I say, it's full of positivity at the moment, isn't it? Woohoo! Come on, podcast. But like I say, it's well. This is the thing. I mean, normally you used to you used to look at the what's it? Look at the the score and go, and then you think Stoke will hang on here. Not scored till the sixty odd. Was it sixty minutes or something? Fifty eight minutes. Yeah, something like that. And, yeah. and you look at it and you think, well, normally Stoke might be able to hang on to this or at least get a draw. Not anymore. You just know they're going to crumble. Yeah. Every time I look at the score, people message me and say Stoke are winning one 0 and go, yeah, not for long. <laughs> And he ain't being this negative about about Stoke. Yeah. I really do hate being this negative. I don't, I don't like being negative, but there's no, there's nothing positive, is there? Even people, even people who were backing backing the club as a whole 
to the elves on social media a starting mm. turn now again I think um, it's like I said I said it on, pra- on Praise and Grumble I said that everything's reminding me of the night it's reminding me of when Coach was last in charge where he didn't know how to fix it and he didn't know how to replace Lou McCory and it, it all just started crumbling apart and yeah. he ended up obviously being booted out of the club and I tell you now if it carries on it's going to happen again it's going to happen again because the problem is he's not he's not coming out enough he's not making they're not making significant changes they're not saying right this is enough yeah. you lot can go new people in they're making no changes they're just yeah. sticking with the same thing over and over and over again and you don't run a football club like that yeah so for me it's like we've brought in two young talented managers who are we going to bring in next well I'll tell you what the same thing will happen the next thing the max manager the same thing will happen it's like everyone says to me right let's bring Pulis back and I agree I can understand why people want if if Joe's goes stop the rock I want Pulis simple yeah. as that I don't want anyone else because Pulis might sort it out yeah but he's a man who's now a bit done by football he's, he's been treated badly by his last three clubs who sacked him for next to no reason really yeah. apart from bad football but for me I'm sorry winning football is any good football yeah so we could definitely understand that being Stoke fans so I can understand why everyone wants Pulis back but I can't understand I mean he's not the youngest man anymore I mean how, how old is he now is he he's got to be in his 61 See, so he's not the youngest bloke in the world. So, fair enough, we get another five years out of Pulis, but what do we do then? But the problem is, can you remember when Lambert came in and we everyone was saying, get Pulis in, sort it out, and he didn't, and then he moved elsewhere. This is going to happen again because Sheffield Wednesday are interested in Pulis as well. I, I can understand it, yeah, because so, we moved too late last time uh, for Pulis when, um, when we were after a manager then and he went Middlesbrough, didn't he, because we were arsing about too much and we ended up going for Paul Lambert because everyone else turned us down yeah and then he's relegated Ipswich <laughs> yeah because he's, he's not a good manager no. he, he had a good start to his career as we all know of Norwich but he, he fell apart so could that be Nathan Jones I know it sounds I know people are saying oh well he did a good job at Luton but is it just one of them things where he had two or three good seasons and that's it, it? It, it could be but I mean I, I, I can't at the moment I can't, I can't I can't judge him well because his record speaks for itself at Stoke it's, it's bad I'm not. I'm not going to lie. It's bad. I still want to give him time. I want. To, I'm hoping he is that next bright young manager that that can do stuff for, with us. But looking at what that's what's been brought in this season, I'm sorry, I can't see where it's going to come. I can't see that light of where it's going to come sometimes from. Sometimes you can. Uh, I've always. I've always looked at it. Sometimes when teams are looking at changing the manager, normally you can see one or two things in that team where you go got a good side going forward or something like that just like, like Rowett last season yeah we, we were doing well under Rowett I said I said this till the day he retired till he retired the, <laughs> the day he got sacked I said I'm seeing things with him he, he didn't get the players that I, I think with him he, he obviously didn't get what he wanted but he did kind of get what players in and I think he misjudged what they were about which is where again a director of football and a good scouting network would go don't get Benicophobia, he won't suit your forward line. Yeah. Get this player instead, get that player. But ours just seemed to go, here's a list of four, they are, pick one, there you go, bang, done, there we go. Yeah, but it doesn't work. Here's a list of four, here you go, bang, done. <laughs> it's yeah. the same thing all the get time. Get the grass down the street. <laughs> get Kevin Vibber on the rim, get him in the toilet screen. But like saying that, he's gone to the bottom end of Belgium football again, Anthony yeah. Jordan Berry, you know. We've uh, got rid of Uzit on loan as well, haven't we? 
Uh, Jane Alley. Oh, I know it's a low one again. Just what to say? Just I know. <laughs> Another team you'll get relegated. I love the headline. There's no transfer fee for no loan fee. I was going, yeah, they were probably well. All of us get the door shut. Now put that bolt on that. Don't we? <laughs> I mean, that's probably the third team in a row who's going to get relegated with. Or annoyed. Or just not play. Yeah, one of them. So, like I say, I mean, we've had these young managers. We don't see. They don't seem to be working. Obviously, because of the board and this, that, and the other. So. I can like I'm, I'm starting to agree now that Jones might not be kind of this Messiah. I, I, I'm not. I'm still going to give him time. There's no question about that because I think that you don't get them results against Luton on luck. You know, he, he, there's got to be something in there. I mean, look at Luton yeah. now; they're a decent championship side now already. Well, I mean, makes me question the board though. That's why I keep coming back to the board. It, the, the biggest problem of our club is the owners and the board. We know. We know this. I don't care what anybody else says. I mean, I, I hate this thing about Stoke fans where they go, who are we going to get in though? As long as a piece of string. I haven't got a clue. That's How many owners? I quite, don't we pick them out of the air? Bill Gates. Thank <laughs> then he's got the money. <laughs> this bloke, that One bloke. Who, who, who do you want me to say? Who do you want me to say he's going to be the new owner? Bring the <laughs> yeah, but they're managers, not owners. <laughs> <laughs> so like I can say to you, I mean, I can understand why people want Pulis back, I really can, because he's like Lou McCarty the 90s kind of thing, the only manager that works under Coates' system. We shouldn't be bringing managers in because, in, for that reason, because if Pulis, what if Pulis doesn't work, where do we go then? If Pulis, what about if Pulis is, is sort of lost his way and, and can't fix that squad, where do we go then? Well, the thing is, would Pulis accept us? Is he looking at it on paper and going, do I really want to go and join the sinking ship? Well, I think he'd come back because he loves the area. I think he would come back, to be honest. I mean, I know he doesn't get on with Skulls very well, which hopefully carries on because the quicker we can get rid of him, the better. But, like I say to you, he loves the area. When, even though Chef Wednesday are flying high at the moment, doing all right, we still are a better opposite, a better prospect than Chef Wednesday because they've got a transfer ban. Yeah. For the next season. So even though it might not work, Pulis might be able to get four good signings in in January and sort us out yeah. in one swoop, like he did before with in the Premier League when he brought BT and Everington in. The fact is that the reason why Pulis works well with Coates is because you can buy him a player and he'll either change the position, like Danny Collins, who was a failed centre back. Yeah. Before he comes Stoke, he was a good centre back in the Championship. He comes Stoke. He failed, but he, he got use out of him for a season and a half. He put him on left left back. Yeah, he was not good enough, but he did all right for what we he, needed. He knows his players. That's the thing. Isn't it? <clears throat> he knows where playing, and yeah. he, he'll make do. I mean, the football won't be very good, but it'll, he'll he'll probably straight away sort that back line out. Yeah, especially as he knows Ryan as well. I mean, like I say, if if push comes to shove. If Jones carries on the way he's going, I'm still going to give him time. There's no question yeah. of that. I'm going to give Jones time because, like I say, he's a talented young manager. But if we do get rid of him, then we're going to have to look at Pulis and bring in Pulis back for a third stint. You could bring Goosey to He's all right for the first 12 months, then he's dying. Don't <laughs> get rid of him, old Pardew. Oh, no chance. <laughs> Not having Alapardew with this club. If you look at Pardew's record, though, every club he's ever been at, he'll do 12 months and he go. Except West Brom. Yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but everywhere else, we've never 
Palace, they like how many games they lost about four yeah, they got to the, 20 games. They got to the cup final as yeah. well, didn't they? Under? Then the following season, they yeah. had one and did it West Ham as well. They got West Ham promoted, they all crumbled. Yeah. Newcastle got them to seventh and then crumbled. Crumbled. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a short two manager, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> literally for, is the ideal. You should wait for the Asian season. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think he should retire though, to be honest. Otherwise, 18th managing club in Talon Porter, he's back again at Brentford. The thing is, if you have a look at the list of what managers are out of work in front of you, the the options are slim. Oh, very slim. I mean, I mean unless you want... Well, let's be honest. <laughs> Would he come stoke it out? But I mean, if we if we put it down to perspectives, I mean, knowing our board, I, I, wouldn't, I, I can't see him getting past McLaren. No. I can see him bringing McLaren in, because we, we've seen this before with Paul Lambert. It wouldn't surprise me if McLaren come in, even though, is he, is he managing somewhere though, McLaren? I, I really hope he is. Is he, Q, where is he? He was at QPR, wasn't no, he? I think they sacked him there, didn't they? Did um, he go somewhere else, McLaren? If he comes in, I'm going to have to start questioning me laugh, Tracy's watch. I'll go down Vale. No, it's not that bad. I'll just stay alive. <laughs> Life's never that bad. I'll just stay too. But like I say to you, I mean, what situation do we go down? And this is what I mean, what if Pulis doesn't work, where do we go? Well, that's been a lot of the fans' thoughts online, is, is basically, what next? Because the thing is, a couple of weeks ago, majority of fans were arguing with each other, saying, you can't say that, you can't say this, it's not the board, I love the Coates family, I've got a shrine outside my house for them. <laughs> <laughs> a lot, a lot of them that... seem to have a shrine, but it's not because they want him gone, it's because it's like, yeah, but who else Please do you get in? Don't. How do you want me answer that? <laughs> I mean, who do you, some bloke said to me the other week, he was, yeah, but who do you replace him with? Who coats? I don't know, ask anyone with money, Bamford, Bill Gates, who do that? I don't know. Could be, but he went along the string, I don't know. Let's rock up and do that, I'm a stoke shirt, say, anyone want my hand, <laughs> it could be anyone yeah. I don't know I mean but when we go back to like managers he's been four in a row I mean he started with Mark Hughes Mark Hughes was having players bringing so so apparently Mark Hughes bought all these players into a crap Osley, Wimbuley Vimy the list goes on Berrini yeah. so, so he, he decided yes to all these players oh, and failed sure. then Paul Lambert said yeah love and die love Bowie which to be fair he, he, he did it right but everyone forgets this that Bowie most of the season under Lambert when he played well played on the left wing yeah. <laughs> not as a right wing man well think it someone's wrote someone's wrote online this afternoon saying uh, does anyone see how well Bowie played in the old firm derby he looks very, very good at, uh, at right back I said yeah, in a Tim Port League. So they would look good in the Scottish League, wouldn't they? Well, no. <laughs> Joey Barton didn't. He couldn't cope with it. <laughs> Joey Barton never looked good in any side, did he? I don't know, he looked all right for Burnley for that season. And he, he, was did good, he? he was good for City. He was good, good player for City. I mean, like I say to you, I mean, these players aren't bad players. Because they weren't bad players before they came, Stoke. It's Stoke. There's the Stoke. Problem. It's poison and it's. It, it seems like like we've got rid of the bad eggs apparently in Barrino, this that and the other, but we've still got a gutless side with no with no turn in them or yeah. quality in them. So for me, I don't know where to go next. Yeah. This is the thing now. It's, it's so frustrating as a Stoke fan because it's got past frustration now. I've got to the fact where I just don't care anymore. I've literally, I, well I do care, I'll always care, I'm a Stoke fan, I love the club to bits, but I'm getting to this stage now where I'm becoming numb to it. I think if the team, if the thing is sometimes you look at a team and if Stoke had spent quite a bit of money and, and, you, and they bought decent players and you know the decent players 
and, and you think yeah, they're not doing well normally the fans at the ground will turn massively on the team more than the manager sometimes because they go you need to pull your finger out you need to pull your finger out I don't think any Stoke fan can sit there and honestly say what the actual problem is because the players are not it's not just the manager and the board is it the players need to still need to play we know what the problem is I'm not getting into transfer policy again I know, and I know what the problem is the problem is we're not getting the players to suit the manager well, the players can't be happy yeah, but the, play, the the problem is as well is that we for some reason we keep having this overhaul. Well, this last two seasons we've had this massive overhaul, but we still kept the problems. And it's like you know we've needed a left back now for about three years, and we still haven't brought one in. We've needed a a quality holding midfielder so that Ryan Woods can play in a higher position. Yeah. We haven't brought one in. We've needed a decent centre back for about three years. We still, from what I'm looking at, with Danny Bat and Liam Lindsay still haven't bought one in so every time we're going yeah we know what the problems are but we're not fixing the problems we're bringing players in in other areas where we haven't got a problem yeah like we brought two replacements in for Etebo yeah when we've got Etebo we, we don't need them other two players we bought Nick Powell in but then we brought Duffy in and now playing Tom Ince in that position well you're making problems for yourself yes. Tom, Tom Ince need, needed to be loaned out if yeah. it was somebody wanted him, Brentford or Preston or Millwall, someone can have him. Yeah. Because we don't play wingers. McLean, instead of makeshifting him in a left wing, left wing back, yeah. just loan him out. Let him go Celtic alone where it suits him. I keep saying it and I keep saying it all the way through that Pulis will fix fix a lot of the problems he would because we because he knows we know he works well under the goat system because he did yeah. he got us promoted he got us to the FA Cup final he got us to Europe he is the best manager I've seen Stoke without a question I mean I know Lou McCauley did well when I was young with Sharon and all that stuff but he didn't achieve anything like what Pulis did Pulis genuinely achieved big things for the club first ever FA Cup final first ever at first ever managed to say I think pick up a win in the in Europe so yeah. he achieved things but when we're looking at what's going on at the moment we're looking at this foundation where the fans are now turning on Nathan Jones but I'm, I'm in this state now I mean even Terry Conroy might as well have spelled it out that he doesn't like Jones he he, he said it on Saturday that you can see he's not a fan yeah and and I can understand why because like I say you can't get away from his, his results no but the, there's no hiding from when you're losing week in week out for anybody it's a results business and, and regardless of whether I mean you're sitting here now and saying I, I won't give him time and stuff like that but the more you keep going the more I mean you can sort of sense with fans as well some of that anger is turning into acceptance as well we're on a massive positive this week because we're, getting, we're in a positive part come on come on Come on, the girls. Come on, the ladies. We had a massive win this weekend, didn't we? The yeah. ladies did. Chloe Jones got them fired up for that one against Forest. Good old Chloe. Chloe what? Chloe Jones. Chloe Jones. Oh, how many Joneses have we got? Maybe you should switch one week. <laughs> yeah, bring it in. Let's see how she gets on. Well, she's not only been there. I think she's only been there a few months. Yeah, she hasn't been there yeah. long. Yeah, the last manager um, went somewhere, didn't they? I mean, 6 2. Maybe we should get her in the training with the lads. Let's get them in there, I tell yeah. you, because at the moment they're, they're impressing. I mean, 6-2 against, who was it, Forrest? Forrest, yeah. We're going to win the league. Simple as that, we're going up. If Fate, we can go Fate up. Fate McCoy with an hat-trick. Oh, Fate McCoy. So, I mean, at the end of the day, they, they could take a lot from it, the men, couldn't they? Well, they could take a lot from them, yeah, because yeah. they're winning. <laughs> <laughs> not just winning, they're <laughs> battling the teams. <laughs> <laughs> 
got a good ladies team, yeah, I can't knock yeah. them at the moment, they're playing well, aren't they? It was 3-2 that game, was it, half-time? They brought, what, brought it back, or? No, they were winning 3-2, so, half-time, and then smashed for the second half, 6-2. Fucking have it. <laughs> what a word. Yeah, this is so positive coming out. Like I said, we're a positive pod. We've decided we really had to dig deep. We really had to search to get well, we should, I think we should mention the ladies. Yeah, we, well, we, we, we will from now on. We will yeah. talk about the ladies from now on. I think, yeah. it's, I think it's about time. We should be getting behind them. Who have they got next? Do we know? Um, at the moment, the Stoke page is not that clear on fixtures, but the best of it is, it doesn't actually state when you go on the web page. That we've got um, a woman's. No, they even play Forest, but when you go on the page on Facebook, it tells you. So, I mean, it, it, I mean, let's have a look. Like, yeah. like no, oh, yeah, according to Stoke's actual webpage, they've not played Forest yet. That's how behind the pages. Yeah, we, know, we know crap Stoke. Well, on. they've got a local derby next. Who's they got next? They've got the baggies. The baggies at baggies or at home? We're at home. We're right, come on, everyone, let's go down. We'll end up going down. We're going to watch the, watch the ladies. I think it'd be nice to go down and see some goals, wouldn't it? Yeah, it'd be nice to see football, to be <laughs> yeah. honest, instead of watching panicky, shaky teams that crumble up the table. I'll go back to the men's. <laughs> Please come back. <laughs> come watch us not score. <laughs> come watch us get battered every week, yeah. So, like I say, if you've got spare time, get yourself down next week. I don't know if this is correct, but I'm pretty certain that on certain games, I think... If you've got a season ticket, you get in. Oh, that's youth team, isn't is it? That? The youth I think team, that's the youth yeah. team, that is, yeah. Um, but at the moment, I'd rather watch them at the moment. Well, yeah. <laughs> got I mean, Daniel Jarvis there, a bit of attacking well, play. Well, Jarvis would be in the first team for me. <laughs> I like Jarvis, I do. I think he's a good player. I think we said that every week. I know, it's because he's he impressed me that much in Trap here. I mean, none, none of these signings have impressed me, but Jarvis has. What a player he is. Where's he been? Oh my God, where's he been? He's taken them all on. What's going on here? It's like gas has been reincarnated in the young Stoke. Absolutely brilliant, that dude. We'll still be talking about him in three years. Remember that Jarvis lad? He was the best player I've seen for years. What happened to him? He never played. Never played. Never <laughs> kept a ball. Yeah, so, um, yeah, well done to the ladies. Yeah, fantastic. Can't, yeah, can't great result. with that. That's it, Chloe. We get him up wherever if you can go up, can we get Brad? I don't know enough. <laughs> yeah, we need we need to get a bit more sense. Yeah, we'll, we'll, get, we'll get a bit of sense up with the ladies because at the moment they're the only positive thing coming out of Stoke, so we will get behind them, there's no question of it. Yeah, definitely. Because uh, if things carry on the way we, we are, then we might start talking about the ladies first. <laughs> yeah, I'll see you start it off oh, a bit the of man lost again, didn't they? <laughs> Forget them. Yeah. Anyway, we're in Chloe, got them all fired up. <laughs> 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 might even beat United yeah. <laughs> in the women's one yeah so like I say here yeah here, let's get behind them when's that on Saturday well, I might go that um, that is uh, stay is with us people honestly <laughs> the 5th says the 5th Saturday yeah yeah mm, let's go down might as well go watch yeah, we've got no tells to do have we no could be we'll go down unless see some goals unless I mean, to be fair I mean you're looking at their results I mean, they lost the first two heavily as well. I mean, they lost against Barnsley away 3-0, and they lost against Villa 5-0. Since then, they've not lost in six games. Bloody hell, so they're doing very well. Yeah, so they've sorted their issues out in the first two <laughs> games. It looks like we've got the wrong Jones. Yeah. <laughs> it's all about Chloe, not... Who not... said Nathan? Where did you come from? <laughs> it was Chloe. It's, yeah, Chloe it's, it's the women's team. Yeah. Right, so well done, Chloe. Let's, let's get behind them. Let's get behind Stoke women. 
I love that. I didn't notice that. We actually played a tournament in Liverpool because I was thinking, why has the score not on? They've just wrote one. <laughs> no score, just one. We just won, and that's it. Just trust. Ask no questions. Trust us, we won. Trust us, we won. So yeah, that's all I can say about that. I think we need to do a bit of research. Yeah, on we'll, we'll do more research from yeah. now on. Uh, saying that, we'll go to a couple of questions here now. And uh, questions. Steve's got a good one. Steve Turnbull, who's normally moaning, but to be fair, he's got Not a good like us. Yeah, but it, we do it funnily. <laughs> uh, he said he, he said something that if, as if as no one noticed that since that flag, that big flag that used to pass around the ground, yeah. since that's gone, we have declined. That's just a bit of a what's in the No, I think he's onto something here. I think I think there's something some on that flag. <laughs> Ooh, the flag's gone, we're getting relegated. <laughs> but we did. <laughs> Looks like twice if we carry on. Yeah, bring the flag back, we'll win everything. Then Paul Woodward, uh, aka Viper. Oh, Viper. He's, he's, uh, he's got a good point of who would you bring in as the next manager if you had the choice? I don't know. I, I really don't because the problem is, is I, like I say, I, I, I think a lot of people are going to point to Pulis, aren't they? Well, he says, he says Sam Allardyce is his number one choice. No. I'd have Allardyce, I would. No. no. I wouldn't have Sam Allardyce if you paid us to have him. He's an absolute dinosaur. <laughs> I'm not, I'm, I'm yeah, saying. would you have Uzi? Yeah. His, his record's amazing. I know he, he's not managing again, but... Um, Mourinho. Warnock. He's still put manager, though, isn't he? No, but this is his last season. Yeah, out, well, I mean, he's, 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 what, 70 odd now, isn't he? Well, you could, he'd still fancy him getting in the top six, wouldn't you? He? probably would, he's a good yeah. manager, he knows how to build teams that can get promoted, but his relegation record from the Premier League is every season, <laughs> he's kind of kept a team up. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but it, would, it would shut us up for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, up, we're, we're down up. again. <laughs> I know, yeah, at least we get a bit of excitement again. I, I, I the thing understand. is, though, I remember you saying, um, sort of 12 months ago, the one manager we should have got in was the lad at Sheffield United before they went up. No, one of what I, my choice, my first choice to replace Lambert was jo- Johnson at uh, Bristol City. That's oh. a big call. I'm sure we spoke about him at Sheffield United. Oh, Wildy. Wildy. Yeah, yeah. He was, he'd never leave Sheffield United for Stoke. No, no chance in a million years. Not because now they're in the Premier League. Even then, he never would have left Sheffield United. He's from there, isn't he? He's a Sheffield yeah. United lad. And, his record at the time was incredible, really. I mean, his record is incredible. Yeah. Because he, he he took non-league team up twice, then he went to Northampton, took Northampton back to the league, nearly got him promoted. He then took Sheffield United from League One to Premier League. But he's that no nonsense ma- nonsense manager, isn't he? He plays good football, though. But have you seen his interviews, his press after the matches? Oh, he's a good manager, yeah. He's slated, you see, if he'll slate his own players. If they have not played well enough, Yeah, but Joe does. Joe does, though, doesn't he? Trouble he's, he's very play. publicly slated everything. Well, I mean, the moment, you, you, can feel, you can see that this is the first time in his career things aren't going well for him. And to be honest, I do feel sorry for him, because I, I, I will always back that he, he's, he hasn't got the right support. I mean, but if, if we're getting back to, like, there's a choice of three managers, and who would I have? Pulis would probably be number one. Because he's Pulis, he knows yeah. how to build a team. Yeah. I mean, he knows how to get GM up and get them moving. He again. gets the best out of poor players. He always has done. And then second's got to be Steve McLaren. No, I'm taking the mic again now. Don't don't bother. Don't that. Wally. I think I would genuinely shed a tear. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's probably that's so. I drove past the ground and saw a great big brolly walking across the car park. Not him, no. Like, <laughs> slamming brakes on the What are you doing here? Go back to crew. 
I, I don't know. Like thinking of like young talent, I'd love Johnson at Stoke, uh, the Bristol City manager. I think is he just seems to improve every. His team improves every year. with selling the best player every year. I've never known anything like it. And he's got goals at Abergavenny. So Does that not bring us on to that's our next fixture. Oh God, and uh, they're not losing either. <laughs> they haven't lost yet, have they? They beat, they beat Derby. It's He might score five goals. He's getting absolutely crippled. I always remember sitting in the booth and some little old man sat next to me and he says, there's nothing wrong with his knee. <laughs> well, it was like fully. When he, when he had his medical, fully, he had, he had a dodgy knee, apparently fully did, but he went on to score <laughs> 12 goals that season. I don't think he's got a dodgy knee, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't yeah. understand. Brilliant. Yeah, so th- there's my two. I mean, if we're going to throw a third in, who would have us a third? Stephen Gerrard. Let's have Gerrard here. No, he would have come. Who was that foreign lad you wanted a while ago from Watford? He's disappeared off the of Oh, I don't know. I never wanted him anyway. Okay, okay. Flores, I think his name was. Chiqui Flores or Ch- something. Chico Flores. Yeah, I never wanted him anyway. Sounds like a, like a Spanish <laughs> dance. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's as far as, that's as good as he was. Um, I think it was... Uh, Donald Donald Cook. <laughs> To be honest, I think Frank Lampard, is, Frank Lampard will be available in a couple of months as well. Yeah, I mean, sometimes, I mean, you could sort of look at it like, sometimes managers can come up available because they've left other clubs. He isn't that much choice at the moment. Let's have Rowett back. Well, he's not got no club, has he? At the moment? <laughs> still hasn't got a club. Oh, my good. No. I mean, League Two. But the thing is, we did all right at the beginning. Yeah, but the thing is, there we go again. Like Mark Hughes were all like, oh, no, we don't want him back. There's a reason for that. <laughs> a big reason for that. <laughs> but did it all start with him if, when we started buying the wrong players? It's obviously come from somewhere, hasn't it? The thing is, though, it was bad players coming in when Pulis was there. But, you know, like I say, Pulis knew how he could get. You could get blood out of a stone purely. That's what I mean. Yeah, he's, he's, he, you, you, you can buy him average players and he'll make the best out of them. He, he's, he's, like, he's that type of manager. Yeah. Right, so that's been another fantastic podcast this week. Um, we're now going to move into something that we didn't put in last week because we were depressed. We're still depressed, but we're going to bring in another exciting instalment of... Fame and Shame. Hall of Fame and Shame. So this week's fame is a proper legend. He's, he's named, one of the streets near the grounds named after him. He is... Dennis Violet. Dennis Violet. One for the Odins, again. Yeah. They love it, the Odins, do, don't <laughs> For the Odins, the ones that are listening. I'm the sorry Odin. for calling you Odin, but you are, if you remember Dennis Violet. Played with Stanley Matthews in that season we went up, and he was a proper legend. Mainly a more a United legend than Stoke, who's a part of the Busby Babes, who's a survivor of the Munich Air disaster. Yeah. But after Man United, he, he was signed by Tony Warrington, and what a player he was. I mean. Yeah, I mean, like you say, I mean, 
legend at two clubs, really. Yeah, he was, yeah. yeah. I mean, he played nearly 300 games for United. Oh, yeah, he's a proper United legend, yeah. Yeah, yeah. played over 180 games for us. Yeah, he was, he was. He was a legend for us. My granddad talked about Dennis Violet as the best finisher he saw at Stoke. Yeah. So... It says a lot, really, doesn't it? Well, yeah, because he, he would have sold all the best. See, my granddad would have remembered uh, Freddie Steele as well. He played from 1962 to 1967. <coughs> would he have played with Jeff Ayers, then? Uh, I don't think so. He would have played with Richie, but... Yeah. Not, I don't think... Jeff Ayers was more 70s, wasn't he, Jeff Ayers? Because he came and went back, or was that a bit later than 67? Uh, he could have been country. I'm not sure. I think he'd yeah. come back by that point. But, yeah, like I said, he, he, he knew where the net was. <coughs> and he... Peter Coates himself has had a lot of good things to say about Dennis Violet. Said he was one of the best players he saw in his, in his Stoke shirt. So I thought, yeah, we'll we'll do him. Well, we signed him in his prime. He was only twenty eight. Yeah, he was. Like I say, we we got we got a right steal there. It was like in them days, you got to think that signing players like Dennis Violet was like getting ruined now. Well, yeah. not now. He's crap now. But I mean. In his prime at 28, it's it's a big signing. And he scored five goals in one game for us. Yeah. When he first That's what I mean. He, he he really knew where the net was. And if you want it for him, him and Matthews had a right good partnership and got us promoted back to the top flight. Yeah. In the was it late 60s or early 70s? He the only sad news is he it's nearly 20 years since he sadly passed away. Yeah, passed away in, in Florida. Mm. Yeah, I he mean, liked America. Yeah. You, you look, you look at this puts things in perspective about Stoke's current form. The sixty-two, sixty-three season, we didn't win the f- none of the first six games at all, and then Violet kick-started the season with four goals against Charlton, giving the win, and that gave us the the boost. That's partly our problem, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, we haven't got to play like Dennis Violet. We haven't got to play a good finish like him. Yeah. That's why. So it's uh, like you say, then they're having a little glimpses. Sometimes you see with squads. Yeah. Remember that was Sunderland with Defoe, so they always knew that if someone come in with the right mentality, yeah, right he'd get scoring goals, yeah. I mean, he, he was a legend in America as well, for not just playing, but for his coaching. Yeah. Coached all over there, I think it was the old... Baltimore Bays he went to for a yeah. year. Yeah, I think it was, when he went to America though, it was um, somewhere else, the National Soccer New England team then. He managed New England team as an assistant from 1978 to 1982 and then he went to Jackson, Jack, why would he call him team man? <laughs> 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 well, it's America for you, what do you expect? <laughs> Jacksonville team man. 1990 to 1995, Jacksonville University. Richmond Kickers, and then Jacksonville Cyclones. Yeah. So he did like it over there, didn't he? We like Jacksonville, that's all we'll say. <laughs> they must have had some good tea. They must have used soy milk like me. I mean, he was quite lucky, really, in that mini car disaster. He only come out of it with a gash, Dad. Well, if you cut Sonny's face. Well, he, uh, he was sat next to Bobby Charlton when the, when the disaster happened, and Bobby Charlton woke up and he was unconscious. And I, f- I think, from what I remember rightly, we, when I watched a documentary on him, he died of a brain tumour. Yeah. And they said, they, they said that that brain tumour might have been caused by the head injury he got during the Munich air disaster. Yeah. So it was a long term effect that. Yeah, that come up back to bite Come back to yeah. bite him from them days. He was, you could class him as one of the lucky ones, but even then, that air disaster affected him. Yeah, didn't affect him on the pitch though. No, it didn't affect him with goal scoring. Because in the 1959-60 season for United, he scored 32 goals in 36 games. Yeah. Which is yeah. a club record yeah, he's, for that he, many games. Like I say, he was a proper player, he was Dennis Violet, and he was loved at Stoke as well. Like I say, he, 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 he achieved things for us. He was a top, top finisher. Yeah, yeah it'd have been nice. He, obviously, we were too 
too young for that, but those sort of players, they're doing great soon. Oh yeah, scoring yeah. goals for fun like that. I yeah. mean, it's not scoring the odd one. I mean, the closest we've had to him is Mark Sharon or Steen, really, isn't yeah. it, in our time. So, you know, it's one of those awful shames, really. Uh, it's it's a shame because you know he died so young, really, and it's a shame he didn't really. I mean, I mean, he lost in the football league cup as well against Leicester. Yeah, in the cup final. Yeah, yeah the home and away leg. Yeah, the one. He was I think it was one. Of the, was it the third or fourth competition of it or something like that? Yeah, the early, in the '64 it was. Yeah, um, he did score in that game, but that was doing one hell of a final four three. Well, it was it was two legs, wasn't it? Yeah, oh, yeah, but two legs. Yeah, back then, it was wanted. two two legs in the final. Yeah, yeah. yeah so like I say, proper proper fame. Before after after we've been so rubbish this week, before let's put a proper fame in, yeah. proper legend at the club. So Dennis Valance, the fame this week. And shame this week is not a shame as in he was garbage and he was this. This shame this week's a different kind, isn't it? And that is... Lee Hendry. Lee Hendry. Now, I can't remember when he signed. There was a lot of excitement when Lee Hendry signed because, you know, he'd played for England. He was a top top league player as well. He was. He was a top, yeah. was a top player at the time. And uh, he came with Patrick Vieira and I can't remember who the other one was who came came with him. There was a couple of loan signs we signed from the Premier League. Patrick Vieira was one. That's it. I don't know where I get all these things wrong from. As, as, as soon as you say Patrick, I think Vieira. <laughs> I don't know why. Especially 2006. He'd have been, he'd have been at City, did he move to City then? Because he went to City for a bit, didn't he? No, he was, he was still. Was been, he? still no, he would have been, no, been at Juventus or Inter then. Was he? He was in Italy then, yeah. yeah. He Vieira. That would have been a great sign. <laughs> would have been a legendary sign. Yeah. That would have been like Dennis Violet all over again if we got back to Vieira in. Never have got obviously. Yeah. Oh my god. Vieira's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. here. Yeah. But Patrick Vega was good. Yeah. He was good, Patrick Vega was. I just can't think of the third loan signing. Salif Joe. Yeah, Salif Joe was the other one, he was the third one, yeah. And Griffin. Yeah. We got good old Griff back. Yeah. And he was a right back, but we played him at left back. It's a shame because he, he was he was good for Stoke, Hendry. And it was the last good season he really had of his career. Yeah. Because before he came Stoke, he wasn't getting in the Villa side. It was rare he was playing. Morley used as a central midfielder, but then he came Stoke and we used him on the left side. And he had a very good season, to be fair. Well, I think it was quite acute, really, because Villa were going through... That was sort of the time when Martin O'Neill was in charge, wasn't it? And he was trying pump money at it for yeah, getting top six they were doing well. well they were doing well at the time Villa so were, yeah. Andrew was sort of surplus a little bit and, and to be fair he, he wasn't a bad footballer really he was a good player for Stoke yeah. that season he was brilliant I, I won't deny it it's just it's just a shame that the board wouldn't pay to get, to get him permanent yeah because I think one more season with us he could have been um, a bit more clear cut I think with the going up situation because he really improved our team he had that class with the free kicks and corners and Pulis loved him for that because he had such a good left foot that he was finding defenders heads so easy that you know we were getting results at the time though you could just sense that little bit more quality couldn't you when he came in (laughs) oh yeah him him and Patrick I mean Patrick Beard didn't play much though from what I remember because Hendry played in his position yeah but Salif Jow was good Salif Jow was very good in the championship very good 
calm on the ball, good controlled. Somebody we're probably crying out for now, really. Yeah. He, I know he didn't do well in the Premier League job, but I think I think he he just he just wasn't good enough for that level. But in the Championship, he, he really made a name for himself, Joe. I think really. I mean, the thing is, there's no big target in the middle either at the minute, is it? No, not only like have some a big strong midfielder, wouldn't you? We've always had that, Joe and Zonzi. Yeah. Whitehead was strong, Gwanti. Yeah. Not just physically, but mentally well, strong. Speaking as well. of Vin Zonzi, he's just moved to Galatasaray. Has he? Yeah, he's just moved to Galatasaray, yeah. Everyone goes turkey, don't they? I know, it's where the money is, though, isn't it? It's where the sun is. <laughs> where the sun is and money. <laughs> Like when, when Darius Vassal went there, the the refused pay. <laughs> Long ago, Arsenal wanted him for fifty million, though, was it? Well, Roma spent about thirty-eight million buying him last season. Within a year, they've let him go cheap to Turkey. So, so he, so he had a good chat, a good spell at Roma. Trouble is, though, he's very slow Italian football, and you watch. Yeah, that's suiting down to the should should suiting down to the ground. Really, so and Buller, he'd have loved it. Oh, though. well, he has. He's got Lecce, hasn't he? Oh yeah, <laughs> take, take <laughs> Lecce down. <laughs> He's one of the top players this season. <laughs> well, if he doesn't speak English, he's not going to speak Italian, is he? But yeah, going back to Andrew, he was one of them players. Once he was, a, he was a shame that we didn't get him permanently because he, he yeah. was, he was, the, he was the star of the show for that year. Yeah, we finished eighth, nearly, nearly broke into the playoffs. You know, he was a good signing. Fuller went and joined us that year as well. And familiar. Half a mil and yeah. shone pretty much straight away, and like I say, it was, it was the buildings of what Pulis was doing to get us back in the big time. And yeah, I think Andrew was a big part. There as well, isn't he, Andrew? That's the thing. When you played over three hundred games for Villa at Premier League level, let's face it, because they always were in the top division as long as I can remember. Then back then, weren't they? In Villa, yeah, they yeah, never, God, they never got relegated, did they? Yeah, they had been relegated, but you, you but like donkeys, yeah, no, they never got when they went down out the prem. That was the first time. Oh, from the Prem, yeah. Yeah, they'd never yeah, been relegated from the Prem, but they have from the first version a couple yeah, of times. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, I, I can vaguely remember when I was a kid, because Ron Atkinson was in charge, wasn't he? Ron Atkinson. With his... Uh, his racist ways. Yeah, and his um, Bobby George glasses. <laughs> Bobby George. <laughs> <laughs> um, they were pushing for top three then. Yeah, they were a good side then. Yeah, good side. That's, well, that's why I lost his place. And you know, there was a lot of teams interested, but he chose Stoke because it, a, I know it was because he was nearby. Because he'd still, still wouldn't have to move house, would he? He'd still live at home, couldn't he? Let's face it, Birmingham. It's a Birmingham lad as well. But, so. but he wanted to come Stoke, didn't he? he? He made it quite clear that he wanted to come Stoke permanently. Because I remember the interview before the last match when we just missed out on the playoffs. He said, I'd, I'd, I'd love comeback Stoke. I've enjoyed my time here. I'm used here. I, I feel wanted here. Yeah. But the Stoke, but again, typical, again, Stoke, money got involved. Money and got involved, we, we, wouldn't, yeah. we wouldn't pay. So it's a big shame, really. I think he would have he'd gone on to... Because the shame is, after he left Stoke, he never did anything, really. He went to Sheffield United after us, but he did pay him the money where he didn't really work out. Then went Leicester and didn't play. Then went... Everywhere. 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 He even went to Thailand and played in the ping-pong leagues. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's 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 what it was. Have you been at Basford? <laughs> they had a bit of a stint to the Basford Bank. Yeah. So uh, near Crackley Bank. <laughs> what that offer turned up? Someone sent him an email. It was about forty-two <laughs> then. That's, that's why. Don't play your yeah, go on. <laughs> I'll come down and kick him out. <laughs> One of them. See, like I say, it's a shame. Uh, it, a different kind of shame, not not like Chris Commons. And speaking of Chris Commons, how oh, bad yeah. are the Stoke? How bad are the Stoke admin. Ad, admin team to put Happy Birthday to Chris Commons on the Stoke website? 
I still spat my tea out. Did you know? Did you know what what a cunt he was? At Stoke? I could feel the steam coming out of your ears from my house. <laughs> I was absolutely fuming. <laughs> I and I, I, I looked at the comments that were flying down the page. Why is this idiot on? Traitor, the original snake. <laughs> There's no guns. There wasn't even one happy birthday. It was just eight, 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 eight. And eventually, brilliantly, they took it down. Because, I mean, I shared it onto my page, the Potters page, which you should have all joined by now if you're listening. I put it on there and everyone's getting traitor, scum. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought to myself, Stoke, what have you done this for? Do you not know your history of the club? Yeah. And it's obviously some spotty 18, you know, sitting there going, oh, it's Chris Commons, he's been playing for Stoke, let's yeah. put him up. No, whoa, no. <laughs> whoa, don't, whoa, don't do him. Anyway, had to vent that, so we got that out. A nice, positive way end. Anyway, Chloe... Chloe Jones, brilliant. Come on! Come on, the girls. <laughs> Come on, the girls. <laughs> and here we go, that's another pod done. Uh, I hope you enjoy. If you do enjoy, make sure you tell your friends and give us a like, give us a share, get involved as much as you want. Um, we're still looking for people who want to be on the pod and want to have a conversation with us. We're on every every week now, it's on Sundays at 7, so if you want to get involved with us, make sure you leave us a DM or a message on Facebook if you want to, Mark or myself, or even on the Ian from Scholar Green page, or even if you don't know how to do that, go on the Potters page, put up a status and we'll get in touch and see if you want to get on. I mean, it's, it's for you. We want it to be bigger and better than Praise and Grumble. What your opinion we want, as well. We want your opinion. We want, we want, it's all about you. This is why we do it. We're Stoke fans who live in Stoke. We go like you do. We all, we, we've both got season tickets. We want to hear from you. Simple as that. So if you do and you want to get involved, don't be scared. Don't be scared to come on. It's, there's no pressure because every every person we spoke to said the same thing, aren't they? Yeah. Oh, oh, oh I don't know what to say. Oh God, eh? talk about stuff. Oh, oh, just talk about the, what we're doing at the moment. It's just like us now talking nonsense for an hour. But you can even make mistakes because we're well just edited. Yeah, we will just edit it out. I mean, some of the mistakes I've made earlier on. And Mark, every time we talk about anything, it goes to Leeds or somewhere else. <laughs> so they've got you as Brucey. Yeah, they've got me with Brucey Mo. Well, I say it, I say it. I, 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 I say it. <laughs> so, yeah. All uh, changing players' names. Yeah, which I do all the time. <laughs> I, I don't even know I'm doing it half the time. Steve we, McQueen. Steve McQueen. <laughs> Steve McQueen on the wing. <laughs> but, yeah, if you want to get involved and you want to join in, there's other ways you can do it if you don't want to get on the phone and, and chat like like you don't want to you can always always have your view and say on the potters that's why i put it up there so we can all talk about the the glory and great thing that is stoke city football club not so much the team at the moment because the garbage but the ladies team are great the, the ladies team are brilliant <laughs> everyone remember that get yourselves down next saturday if you've got no do so anyway before i start boring you and pretty much begging you to get on, down, on, the, on the pages please come for it <laughs> <laughs> We'll leave that with you. So thanks for joining us. I hope to hear from you, like I say. And it's ta from me. It's ta from me. ta